0: Proverbs chapter 11, verse 15. Whoever puts up security for a stranger will surely suffer harm, but he who hates striking hands in pledge is secure. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. All right. Well, we are in Greg Conley's life verse today. (laughs) He has this uh, hanging above his bed at home. He who hates striking hands in pledge is secure. Um, man, so, you know, another another sunny day in the Proverbs. And, you know, these are like the, you know, sort of, we're, we're in the section that it's a collection of like these little quotes. You know, we we kind of have our own um, in American culture of like mm-hmm. a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Uh, it's kind of like that sort of literature that, Um, you know, it's, it's obviously these are inspired and these are scriptural others that we use are not, but, you know, these are kind of meant to be like held in the back pocket and bounce around the mind of, a ancient Jewish, Jewish tradesman or father or whatever. And, uh, so this is one of those we're back in the marketplace. It seems, uh, we're talking about putting up security for a stranger, which, you know, it's sort of, uh, like the hebrew the synonyms here like one of them is a mortgage Mm -hmm. so you know kind of thinking about like being a guarantor of a contract or like these sorts of things and uh you know for being a guarantor for someone you don't know Mm -hmm. basically so we are in the nitty-gritty practical uh which god has you know will and wisdom for us even in those parts of our life so greg Please illuminate your life verse for us.
1: Oh man, yeah. This is uh, this is you see this one at Home Goods all the time. Right? Yeah, yeah, Hobby Lobby. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, coffee uh, mugs.
0: <laughs> don't you go striking strangers' hands? Yeah, don't we do furs. that? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's like my grandma always used to say that. Right? <laughs> uh, so this is a you know, it's a little bit of a tough one. Um, but I think what it makes me think of um, is it the first the first half of it when it says whoever puts up security for a stranger will suffer harm. I think to me, it implies a couple of things. One, it doesn't say whoever puts up security, it Mm. just puts up security for a stranger. Yeah. Um, and so it makes me think of two things about, especially the context of ancient Israel. The first is, and we've talked about this previously. We've talked about the concept of justice, um, and that the justice and righteousness, the words are the Hebrew words, um, uh, Can mean one of two things that can be used different ways and one of those things is being in right relationship with god being in right relationship with people it's a version Mm -hmm. of righteousness right yeah and so like um being in right relationship with the people around you you know the the ancient israel is a much more obviously communal society than than we have today i mean you don't have mass transit and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um and so like why are you not getting to know the people in your life who are asking you for money would be Mm -hmm. one thing right like He's not saying don't lend people money, but maybe get to know people because maybe there's something more implicit in this person than the money you can lend Mm -hmm. them, right? Yeah, maybe you have a little more interest in them. than This isn't really a business transaction. This is another human being and I think specifically putting up the idea of a mortgage because if you you think about the Old Testament and you think about when Israel's first coming into the promised land, right and the fact that the land is actually assigned to the tribes and to the families Mm -hmm. and that according to the year of Jubilee, right? Mm. All the land was supposed to be returned back to the original family. So there isn't supposed to be this sort of like, this is mine now, it's never going to be yours. Yeah. yeah. Um, And sort of the idea that, um, that why is this person even borrowing money from you in the first place, Mm -hmm. right? There's more of a concentration on the person, which is, to me, is what connects it to Christ, right? Mm. Is the idea that Jesus is always looking past like, you know, your initial need of like, oh, hey, I really want to get water. And he's like, I've got living water, right? There's a deeper need here. Yeah. And this, to me, that kind of points you in that direction. And then the hate striking hand and pledge is secure. Once again, I think to me, it speaks about um, what are you depending on to see your promises done? You know, Jesus yeah. makes some statements about um, not swearing by heaven, about letting your yes, your yes and your no be no that this sort of like, I'm going to strike my hand in a pledge. Um, and that's going to be my security for this money. Isn't mm-hmm. really one. It's sort of like, I think it takes God out of the equation a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm a lawyer. So like, I certainly understand contracts, yeah. but ultimately like, that's not, that's not ironclad. And then also um, if that's what you really need to be in relationship with people is some type of formal relationship. Are you really looking to the person? Or are you just looking at them sort of like a, an economic means to an end or an economic entity? Um, yeah. And so to me, like I said, this is a, this is a little bit of an obscure one, but to me, it just makes me think of as you're thinking of people and as you're relating to people, get to know the person and what's really going on with them. And the, the Economic relationship is something that's secondary, or maybe something a need you can meet without you know requiring that the money be paid back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think too, when I was just kind of thinking t- contextually about this, um, and the idea of like uh, unwisely and prematurely jumping into contracts, or you know, this idea of like putting up security, kind of investing in a stranger, um, there's certainly like massive threads of that, and just like the marketplace that we live in today and you know I, I was kind of thinking like okay well what drives people to do that like what would drive somebody to break proverbs eleven fifteen? you know to go against this wisdom and um i think it what a lot of it comes down to is like this desire to get rich quick right mm-hmm. like yeah. there's there's a promise. There's a something that you're chasing after. People don't just like like giving money away to strangers. Yeah. There's a there's a something uh, that is you know reciprocated there, and so like whether it's like a weird cryptocurrency or just like whatever it is, um, you see people all the time like jumping into things and then like losing their entire family's money. You know, like mm-hmm. um, I remember when uh when Bitcoin crashed like a year ago. Um, there were all these people who had, like literally lost their parents entire retirement like they were kind of like ad hoc being like quote unquote investment planners for their parents and just lost everything Mm -hmm. and uh and so like that's where we kind of see this in play is like isn't it interesting that that god himself kind of speaks into this of like be be wise yeah be prudent um don't let like your ability to live peacefully and paying off like you know good debts like credit cards and whatever don't let that come into you know into danger because of like you're chasing wealth so hard you're chasing notoriety so hard that you're getting involved in things that you yeah. have no business being involved in so like it it is very cool that like scripture kind of speaks that practically into moments and into like wisdom like that and um then like on the other side of the coin you know I love you, you point us to Jesus and um, Matthew Henry. (coughs) I was looking at his commentary on this and um, he says, he kind of says a similar thing um, just about the like practical wisdom. He says, but here especially let us consider the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ in becoming surety or security um, for even his enemies. Mm -hmm. And so I I do think that there's this like, a richness of Jesus' grace that we see here—that um, you know the security He He has bought for us, um, not for some selfish ends. Um, you know, we we even see it kind of woven here on the like contrast of what Solomon is advising. Yeah, so, I don't know. Great day in Proverbs eleven fifteen. Any other thoughts?
1: <laughs> no, I'll just be very careful about striking my hand and pledge. Yeah, I don't even I'm know not, how to do that. I'm actually, not shaking that but, hand yeah. again, Greg. You can
0: kiss that goodbye. <laughs> No, I love it. I'll shake Greg Conley's hand any day. (laughs) But, you know, the rest of you, maybe not. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to continue through Proverbs 11 tomorrow. For Greg Conley, the con man, this is Will Carlisle. And, man, we'll see you tomorrow on our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm.